Hello friend, welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter and this is Connor. Hey everyone. We're going to talk about Mr. Robot Season 2, Episode 4. It's called Eps 2.2 underscore Inity dot ASEC. I-N-I-T-1, Inity? Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's that code that Darlene says at the end, isn't it? Is it? Right, okay. Uh, ah, yeah, okay. Right, it's not, not a word I was familiar with before this episode, though, so it was throwing me for a loop. But anyway, yeah, uh, full spoilers, as always. This was a fantastic fucking episode. I love this one. Yeah, it was pretty damn fucking great. Right. Well, I feel like we say that every week. We do, but this is the best one of the season so far. I see that opening, and they, they played with this, because see when it starts, and he's at the computer, and you hear the knock, I'm like, is this a season one final moment? Is it going to reveal who was at the door? And Because... As much as if I went back and watched the season one finale again, there'd be a couple of details that would make it obvious it wasn't. It was similar enough that I'm like, all Could right, have been, yeah. yeah. And then it's Darlene, like, wait a minute, what's going on? What do you mean that mask from a movie? What are you talking about? So first of all, Origin of the Mask. It's a really shitty movie that they watched as a kid. Yep. That they can only get via a VHS rip, which I thought was a really amusing. Tells touch. you everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it does tell you everything. Uh, loved the whole music during that thing. And this is the the birth of the plan that drives the entire first season. I was enthralled through this entire season. It's interesting because we were actually speculating on this a little bit. Was it last week? I think it was, no, I think it was the first was it? week or second week. We were talking about how we wanted to see Elliot just pre-season one. Yeah. And like because we see this from Darlene's perspective, and the way that he kind of changes character, but he's still him, because it's from her perspective, but he's wearing the mask... And he puts on the jacket. I was like, "Is this the birth of like what we know as Mister Robot?" I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I took from it. Yeah, that's what I was getting. And then the really dramatic music, which I did find online, it's a it's a classical piece. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, the planets Neptune. I can't remember the composer. Uh, it's a uh, Holst. There you go. Yeah, you you're educated in this shit. I just found it. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of music, I recognised the lullaby music. I couldn't name what it was though. Did you, you mean? Uh, in the um, later on the, in the episode, the future sequence. Yeah, well, I have to call it dream. Sequence. Well, well yeah. yeah, where he's daydreaming. It's yeah. uh, it's Green Day. It, it is. is yeah. um, oh God, this basket What's case. Basket case. Thank yeah. you. Because um, I I, re- I was like, that sounds familiar, but I couldn't name it. And I, obviously, I looked it up, and uh, I was like, ah. Uh-huh. And uh, it's yeah. also it wasn't made for this episode. It was a pre like someone had already done this, so it was already on YouTube yeah. with like you know. It's really nice. Uh, yeah, that was nice. But uh, no, this opening scene with him and Darlene was like really enthralling, and it was like all the pieces. Like this is where the mask comes from. This is the birth of the idea. Like him, like oh, maybe I'll get a job at all safe. And we also we find out why he lost his job and why he was getting therapy in the first place. Yeah, because um, he blacked out and presumably his destroyed alter ego yeah. uh, destroyed all the servers. See, that's that's the bit that throws me though, because if this was the moment where Mister Robot was born. Well, remember, because we, we kind of argued about this when we were talking about this in episode one, and you said Mr. Robot had to have lived, or had to have been around before everything, because of everything that had already happened, and I thought that, well, I get that he's always been fucked up, and there's maybe been different versions, but that what we know as Mr. Robot, because everything started from season one again, where that was when he went off his meds, that's when things started, that's when he got Darlene again, you yeah. know? Like, to me, this had to be a new iteration or whatever. Like, this had to be... You know, the version we know had yeah. to have not been always there, if that makes sense. Right. But it's been there from the inception of their plan. 
Yes, yes. Which is a key point, I think. Yeah, and they were teasing the bastards about those three missing days as well. They brought that up, and I'm like, oh, am I ever getting to this? And, and, uh, and I was like, oh. We got it. It's been so long. It's just like, I mean, we're nearly halfway through this season and still nothing. That three days, and then who the fuck was at that door at the end of the finale? We still don't know. I know. <laughs> I know, but I'm enthralled the entire time. Like, that opening scene was fantastic. The way the title came up was great. It always is, usually, but it was... It was, was really late in this one, I think. Like, it, it felt really long in. It was just because it was still only that one scene, but yeah, it was like, the, the scene was long, so... The episode yeah. was long, it was an, over an hour again. God damn it, so, man. And by the way, they've been dropping a lot of F-bombs this season, right? And that's been fine. In the first scene, uh, Darlene says the word cunty. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I don't mean that in a cunty way. And I nearly fell off my seat. I'm like, did she just drop a C-bomb? <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, it was... Uh, Anyone uh, who knows me will know yeah. I'm very liberal with that word. Yeah, yeah, you you very much are. But... Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Uh, to, before we get to the meteor stuff, actually, other than the opening, let's just quickly cross off the other stuff. Angela tried to make a power play against Philip. She's talking to her lawyer friend again, and it went bit tits up because Philip is uh, the evil ruler of the universe and is calling her bluff, essentially. Yeah, I think the Angela stuff was the most boring. It was. I'm not going to lie. See the scene where she like plays her cards and like like tells him all that stuff? Did you completely understand everything she said to him? More or less. I mean, she's saying she figured some like the the little thing out, and she's like, "Well, dude, yeah, what, what what little thing? Right, explain to me the little thing." So it, that um that they want that they wouldn't allow third party oversight of the plant where, you know, I think it was the plant where you know her parents the parents died. Okay. And when they were setting up all the contracts they gave away all these other freedoms but they wouldn't allow someone else to inspect it because they knew the problems were there from the start right. so they wouldn't allow someone else to inspect it because they'd flag up the problems where if they, they dealt with it internally they can keep it under wraps the way they did okay and she has proof that philip knew about this i don't think she has proof that he knew he, she has that the fact that, that that they fought to keep it in the contract Every iteration of the contracts and stuff, they right. fought to keep the oversight into themselves. Okay, okay. Alright, fair enough. Alright, so that's Angela's stuff. Yeah, she, she was probably the weakest part of the episode. There wasn't nothing necessarily wrong with it, it just wasn't as exciting as the other stuff. Um, Joanna is having money issues. Mm. Um, she she both kind of compliments and completely crushes the soul of her boyfriend in the same scene. <laughs> Such a great scene. <laughs> I was like, damn, I mean, that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never take me to Greece because you're scum, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that was fun. Then she, she, she goes to an uh, evil corp guy and tries to get him to hand over her husband's severance. And of course, you know, why would he? Um, uh... So we had that, um, and the meteor stuff, Darlene, of course, comes to see Elliot. Yeah, I was paying very close attention to the oh, layout of the scene. Yeah, it was closer to her than it was Gideon. Do you know what I found really interesting? Mm -hmm. Did you see the tablecloth that was like separating them? I don't think I did notice that, no. It was, uh, it was just a white tablecloth, but it was uh, grated. It was one of those, you know, like, where it's like oh, a, right, a, a cross-hatching. Yeah. It's like, huh... A little touch, ah, maybe. Is, is that supposed to be some little bars or something? Uh, uh, I, I was paying real attention to the phrasing of... Specifically how she spoke. 
Yeah. Uh, during that scene, and certainly not like she kept saying things like, "Oh, it's crazy that you're here and that you did this to yourself." So he's self-committed. Yeah. Right. Even if he doesn't realise it right now, he is. <laughs> I also very much noticed the mother never once turned around and spoke to her. Yeah, which is strange because it's. Although they did set up in the flashback at the start that the mother is alive, or at least she was just before season one, because Darlene yep. mentions her. So yeah, the mother exists. Yeah, but you'd think that the mother would acknowledge her daughter. Oh yeah, obviously, obviously. So I thought that was a little strange. But there was that. Um, sticking with Darlene as she goes off on her business, she's trying to like find out stuff, and she's kind of in a fucked up place, and she runs into her old boyfriend, the one she dumped for proposing to her. <laughs> Yeah, one of those character details that I love, um, and like he lays down, look, the FBI have found the place, they found something, and she uncovers the whole, uh, or she finds out that someone was already illegally surveying them, or possibly, like that's what they think right now. There's no, there's no concrete necessarily to say that, but there's evidence pointing to the fact that someone was looking at them already. That's what uh, Romero was looking at before he get killed. Yeah. So. She she like gets all this information and then she then makes the call to Elliot. No, I'm skipping ahead. I'm going to go back to all the Elliot stuff. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just sticking with Darlene said this just now, um, and that's what she was doing. I, one bit I really liked with her was when she thought she was being followed or she was being followed uh, yeah. when she gets off the subway. Uh, was there was a couple of weird touches actually when she was on the subway. I really liked those scenes because there was like one one woman sitting with like a VR headset on for just randomly on the subway, which really amused me. And then there was another guy with like a, a surgical mask on, or you know what I mean, like the yeah yeah. Uh, well, and I was like, see that that one's not too weird because I see that going to the train station around here. People, a lot of people seem to do that. Really, is that a thing people do? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But the, the VR thing on the subway is weird. No, that that is weird. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, I'm just going to surgical mask. All these strangers around me, I don't know any of them. VR on, can't see them. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but I thought that was really tense, and I liked the way it played with the the sounds as she was walking away with them. Like that, you know, the guy in the bike almost gets hit by the car, then the shutters comes down, and every time it's like, oh, sh- stuff's happening. Yeah. Like, you're really on edge. So really well directed that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Sammy Ismail, congratulations, you're you're quite good at directing because you directed every episode this season. So <laughs> I know it's you to blame for it. So yeah, happy, happy days. Uh, so that stuff was good. Before we jump to Elliot, uh, we did see White Rose. Just uh, once, oh. you know, when she phones Elliot at yes. the end, she igno- and she acknowledges it how hard it is for him to get on the internet where he is. Yeah, she that does. he can't just leave and go somewhere. Like he goes, oh, I can't just go to yeah. my place. Actually, that reminds me of something else. Actually, she said to him when she went to see him, she no, she sort of acknowledges that there's another version of him, and she's aware of that. Because she yeah. says, maybe I need that one right now. Because he's not been very helpful. And that comes back in later in the phone call. Because Elliot, after everything he's been through, which we're going to get to, uh, like, did you do you really want the other version? Do you want him? Yeah. And and that's where she sort of, like, realises she wants her brother or she's saying the right things because she knows, like, what it'll sound like or whatever. But she says, no, I only want you. Yeah. Um, and that's all building him up. But before we do that, we do see White Rose for the first time this season. Um, he's on the phone with Philip. We know they're in cahoots because we've seen them, but then there was the post credit scene Yeah. Uh, last season. And we see that they were involved in some way. And it seems like he, they're part of like this... 
you know, it's, it goes all the way back to the, the first episode, doesn't it? The whole, the 1% of the 1% who are secretly running the Trolling world. Everything, yeah. Um, and I'm like, what games are they playing? You know, it's intriguing and so on. Uh, I don't have much more to add, but they, they did they did put in a lot of the stuff about him like being obsessed with time. Yeah, they played with the time thing again, multiple times in that, like the whole six months and how they're both impatient. Yeah. So, so it'd be interesting to see if they try and speed things up a bit. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yes, Elliot. Mm. So, Darlene comes in season, we have the flashback and all that, and the birth of Mr. Robot, from what we can tell. Uh, but he goes to see the therapist, and we got a sense he was being more honest with her in the first episode of the season, but we really get a sense this time that he is flat out, like, you know, talking to her about Mr. Robot. She asks if she can speak to him, you know, like, like all this really interesting stuff where it's come a long way, you know. Also, show me how scared Elliot is of Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah, he's terrified. Like, even if we didn't get that, like, you get it as well, but every, all season, but in this where he's openly saying these to someone. Yeah, because his internal monologue when he's talking to Ray before this scene is like, should I confess? Because Ray's asking him to and, you know, all that stuff. And that's, that, that that sets up the chess game. Um, and I think we're coming to an end of this committed part. Not only because, obviously, how the episode ends and it seems like Elliot's going to get back into things, but because, and this is a really weird thing to point out and why I knew this, but even before all that, I knew it was we're coming to an end of this part of the season. When he's talking to Leon, uh, when they're having lunch or whatever, the episode of Seinfeld that Liam's talking about is the finale. Oh, show. is it? Yeah. I'm like, alright, we must be nearly done with this then. There's no more Seinfeld to talk about. <laughs> He's finished. <laughs> so, uh, that, that, was, that was cool. It was a nice little touch. But, yeah, so it sets up the chess game. And I love this. See, see when they were sitting in the bed and Mr. Robot says, why don't we play for it? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm so into this. And that main piano theme that was in season one a lot came back into it. And like they they discuss the terms and the, the you know the dark void that you'll be in like that you'll always be in that now if I win and all that and don't get me wrong I kind of called what was going to happen when they played yeah it's one of those that you can see coming and I think that again they're aware of it mm. I think they're very aware of it because of one specific line of dialogue that Elliot says to Mister Robot he says like oh you knew this was ha- going to happen didn't you oh yeah yeah it's very reminiscent. Yeah, there's, there was a couple of things like that in this episode where um, it, it was like, you know, he assumed that we already knew something or, you know, things like that. Like, I'm seeing more of that creep in. Just sort of nice, just subtle things rather than the big moments. But yeah, it's, it's definitely there. But him even deciding to play and fight for, fight to like gain control is obviously when, when we get the daydreaming sort of like future scene where we see that he's with Angela like in his happiest dreams we see that he uh, uh, Bill from season 1 the fat guy whose heart he broke when he broke into all safe uh, he goes to visit him and gives him a hug <laughs> and the funny thing is had I not just rewatched season 1 I might not have clocked that was him right away Yeah. but as soon as he opened the door I'm like fuck it's him <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to apologise to him we even see Tyrell in this thing He's nice to Joanna, he's nice to everyone. And then he goes and has a street party. And they see the evil court building being demolished. And we're there. Yeah, we're, we're at the end of the table. We're, we're the other main guest. We're hosting yeah. this party with Elliot, we're the wife. It was interesting positioning, actually. Yeah, it was very interesting. 
Do you know what? I wouldn't surprise me if when we get to like the end of this show, I don't know if it's going to be like four seasons, five seasons, but we get to like the final episode and they reveal that we've been someone all along. <laughs> like, like the plot twist is that we yeah. are something. I don't know. Pondering. Uh, so, so that, all that stuff happened, and him making the choice to fight was kind of uplifting. And then at the end, when Darlene says he needs to tell him, she says, "Right, go and log into this secret, you know, back channel thing we used to communicate when we were kids." And he gets, he goes to Ray, tells him he's going to do the computer thing for him. His really like mercenary type friend comes in, who is clearly to beat the shit out of him if he does anything he's not supposed to. And we obviously it was hinted that before that what Ray did was illegal, but he, you know, he makes that it's very very clear. clear. He kind of tells him that. Yeah, and he. He talks to Darlene, he finds out about the feds, he finds out about that. And you know, and Mr. Robert's like, what are you going to do? And it's kind of like, him going back to a computer and reaching out to the keyboard and mouse, it's almost like like the best basketball player in the world, like who's retired for like a few years, picking up the ball again, you know? It feels that epic moment where he's... It's, it's that moment in like all, in every action film where the guy's retired and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, but And then shit comes out and they reach for the gun. Yeah, it's that. It's exactly that. And it yeah. felt like a big moment. And I actually laughed. I literally laughed out loud when he says, what are you going to do? And he just says, I'm hacking the FBI. Cut to credit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's good. Perfect. Perfect ending. Made me crack up. So, um, now we rushed that a slight bit because Connor has been called in to work. <laughs> yeah. So, we're wrapping that up there, so it feels like we're skimming through things a little bit quicker. Apologies, we'll be back to our usual uh, nice breeze next week. But, uh, that's Mr. Robot Episode 4. Let us know what you think in the comments below. We always love to hear theories and stuff on this. We got a great one last week about thinking uh, uh, Ray was responsible for the death of Romero because there, the, someone thought he'd seen a paw print in the blood. <laughs> and they thought that was Romero's dog. Um, <laughs> which is cool. I, I like that people are really giving it that much thought and looking for clues. Yeah. Um, I looked at the screen caps and stuff myself and I was like, eh, I'm not quite buying it. But, cool thought. Um, so yeah, let us know in the comments and stuff and uh, like and subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah.